Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Squeak! Someone was not ready this morning. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> totally forgot to even pull it up. And we're back. I got well, it. A little bit of technical difficulties on our end there. Those weren't technical difficulties. Those were like mind difficulties. Yeah, Cheryl was asleep. Yeah. Asleep at the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. A lot of news today. Really? Yes. Feels kind of light. Okay. Well, there's 30 stories. All right. Well, we're going to start with the Disney Parks blog, as usual. Um, how about with Disney Magic Moments? What's on there this week? All right. We have an Adventures, another in the Adventures at Home series, and this month they feature the country of Ireland. So there's a video. There's um, what they're calling an adventure kit. So you can uh, check out the stories. They have some uh, trivia some crafts and activities, and then a video to go over um, Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous. So they have now done Greece, Iceland, Alaska, the south of France, South Africa, and uh, Montana as far as their virtual trips. I think the Disney Parks blog did not post a couple of those because I don't remember them. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, they can't get to all of them. That is true. Um, and then also on Disney Magic Moments, uh, you can watch a virtual viewing of Frozen, a musical spectacular, and that's from the Disney Cruise Line. That is right. It is the entire show. Um, it is their Broadway caliber stage production of Frozen, a musical spectacular, and uh, it was recorded in the Walt Disney Theater on board one of the ships, it doesn't say. Uh, but they do also include, along with that, a recipe for frozen popcorn snowballs, uh, they show you how to do uh, shadow puppet, how to make your own shadow puppet theater. And, uh, you know, they also link back to the uh, version of Beauty and the Beast as well as Tangled the Musical. So uh, a pretty interesting link there. Cool. All right. Um, oh, and by the way, that's on The Wonder. Oh, okay. Uh, the holidays have been kicked off at Disney World. So they're talking about that a little bit on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. Halloween is completely over, which means what? It's Christmas season. Yeah. Uh, so one of the differences this year is, uh, well, we mentioned it last week. They've erected the tree on Main Street already inside the, uh, I guess, is that the town square, even though it's circular? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, but the tree is up. Ornaments are up. It is decorated for Christmas. Uh, looks very festive. And as we go through each of the parks... Uh, on our stories tonight, we will talk about what new Christmas offerings are in each park. Okay. Um, so let's start with the magic. Oh, no, I missed a story. Yes. I missed a sad story. I was trying to skip over this because it just makes me so sad. Um, it looks, well, it, it actually happened. Um, Alex Trebek passed away uh, today, which is Sunday. Um, and he does have a tie into Disney. That's right. Uh, Alex Trebek uh, has passed away at 80. We may know him as the host of the syndicated version of Jeopardy since 1984. Um, but did you know that he has a tie with Disney? Do you know what it is? No idea. He was in Ellen's Energy Adventure, if you oh, recall correctly. Oh, yes, I do recall that. Yep. Um, he hosted a segment of Jeopardy, uh, and uh, along with Jamie Lee Curtis, who was uh, the other contestant. Right. It was like part of Ellen's dream. Exactly. She was on Jeopardy. Exactly. Okay. Right. And he asks all questions about like dinosaurs. He does. And uh, I think my favorite line in there is, Ellen, since this is your dream, we'll let you make the first selection. <laughs> yeah. Alan so, Trebek uh, was a great man. So that's... Another, another Disney tie-in. 
That's sad. Okay, so let's move on to some of the Christmas offerings. We'll talk about what's going on at the Magic Kingdom. Well, the big thing in the Magic Kingdom is that the uh, Cinderella Castle Christmas projections have begun for the holiday season of 2020. Um, and that will happen at, uh, well, I guess as soon as it's dark enough because okay. the, the time changes each day. Uh, there are four different projections and they cycle through every 15 minutes. And there's no kind of music or anything that goes with this, is there? No, not not this year. This year, it's just the standard Christmas loop music that they play in the hub or the center of the park, wherever the projections are occurring. Okay. So, so yeah, not a sh- it, there's no show to it. Correct. And, and to that end, there are cast members that are uh, walking around the area reminding guests that there is no show per se and that they c- should kind of keep on moving. Okay. How quickly do the projections change? Every 15 minutes. All right, so yeah, no sense in just like standing around waiting for the thing to change if there's nothing else going on really other than just looking at the castle. Right, it's going to take you 45 minutes or an hour to see all four of them, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, kind of wander back. Uh, okay. Would you, would you like to know what the uh, yeah, projections what the are, are this year? Yeah. So there are four projections on the castle. And the first one is the Festive Stripes and Dots. That one might be my favorite. Which kind of looks to me like a bunch of mismatched gift wrap. Yeah, I was going to say that. It looks like wrapping paper. And then there is the Christmas sweater. I don't love that one. No, it's, you know, it just looks like your grandmother crocheted it. Right. There is the jeweled winter castle. That looks similar to when they had the lights on the castle, which uh, they're not doing this year. They're not doing it this year, which I like because that means the crane's not in pictures for four months. Right. Uh, And then the last one is a regal red, green, and gold, which looks very Christmassy. It's it's kind of what I envisioned the North Pole to look like. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, interesting projections. Okay. Anything else going on for, uh, Christmas time at the Magic Kingdom? There are a ton of new cavalcades and socially distant meet and greets. Okay. But that's not just for Christmas, right? They're not like Christmas themed, are they? They are. Oh, okay. They are. So Mickey and Minnie have a new, uh, costume. Um, he is now wearing a black tail coat and red pants and Minnie has a fancy dress. Uh, so they're out of the ones they were wearing for fall for Halloween. Um, Daisy and Donald have uh, some casual flannel wear. Uh, Donald kind of looks like a, a happy Canuck. Um, Wendy and Peter are part of this cavalcade. Um, Bert and Mary Poppins. Hmm. And um, Geppetto, Pinocchio um, are also in it, which is very interesting. Yeah, they seem Christmassy for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Chip and Dale have returned to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. They are greeting guests uh, from the second floor balcony above the Frontier Mercantile. All right. Um, The princesses have their own royal princess processional cavalcade where they kind of have on their winter gowns. You know, Belle specifically has that Christmas gown that she wears, the the red with the gold accents, um, and the big rose uh, on the, the, I don't know what the top clasp of her dress is, but the... That holds her cloak. Okay. Um, And then everybody else is wearing cloaks and capes and whatnot that kind of add into their costume. Um, Big one, if you're in Fantasyland, Jiminy Cricket is appearing on the second floor above the village house. That's a good spot. So you don't see Jiminy Cricket that often. No. Um, For Christmas, Goofy has his own cavalcade. Um, He is leading the Goofy's Scrumptious Cavalcade. 
uh, where he is wearing uh, wearing his chef's outfit and he's inside the uh, candy gingerbread house. Cute. You know, some of these are floats that are actually used in the uh, Very Merry Christmas Parade. I'd say most of them probably most of them are. are. Right. They just pull off one float and that's yep. it. Yep. So this cavalcade has Goofy as well as the gingerbread men and, well, gingerbread people uh, that are marching behind him. And uh, the little scene Clarabelle Cow is with him as well. Okay. Um, Santa has his own little cavalcade. Um, he is marching with the reindeer. So that is fun. Yeah. Uh, the Disneyland Philharmonic is marching with the wooden sh- wooden soldiers in another cavalcade. Disneyland or Disney World? Um, did I say Disneyland? You did. I meant to say Disneyland. I didn't know World. maybe they brought them over because they got no work. <laughs> uh, no, Disneyland has their own wooden soldiers. And the Dapper Dans are performing in their peppermint-striped uh, outfits, uh, singing Christmas hits. All right. And, and standards, I guess. Very good. So is that all we have for the Magic Kingdom? That is all we have for the Magic Kingdom. As far as Christmas goes. As Oh, no. As far as Christmas goes. You are correct. But um, there's something going on over at the Hall of Presidents. Uh, yes. And that is that we do have a new president. Well, and, we have a new president-elect. Well, we have elect. a president-elect. And for the first time, um, the rotation cycle has increased. The past three presidents have had eight-year terms. So we've had eight years before refurbishments have been needed. Uh, but since President Trump only had a four-year term, uh, they will be working with President Biden not soon after his inauguration to get his dialogue recorded uh, for his entrance into the Hall of Presidents at some point in 2021. Very good. That's a little tough for them, though. Money's tight. It's a hard time to it hard is. time to make it a is. new animatronic. Well, maybe maybe he'll loan them a suit so they don't have to pay for clothing. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe they could take like Captain Jack Sparrow out of Pirates because, like, I feel like he's. It's kind of getting old, him sitting at the end there, mm-hmm. and they could just like turn, put like a Biden head on it. Okay, we'll try that. Have him like, have Biden just sort of like sitting on a chair, just sort of lounging over the top of it with a with drink a goblet, in his hand. With a goblet, yeah. <laughs> and in a surprise, uh, the Muppets have returned to Liberty Square. Nice. Yeah, it's they're not doing their show, um, but they have returned and they are interacting with guests during the Christmas holiday. I think it's funny that a lot of the things that got taken away are slowly are, coming back. Are coming back because those are the types of things, the stuff that they took away because they weren't money makers, um, I think are coming back because there's there's not a lot that they can offer and and still be socially distant. You know, they can't have these these shows where people are all sitting in a theater. So a lot of that stuff that before was the way to go because you could entertain so many people at once. Right. Now you can't do those. So it's the things that, you know, are entertaining small groups of people at a time or um, people in, in a very far distance from each other. So mm-hmm. I think it's amusing that those are coming back. And I think it's good. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Um, over in Epcot, it uh, sounds like the things are picking up over at the Seas with Nemo and Friends. They're managing to get a few extra people on. What yeah. are they doing to do that? They are now loading every clam mobile. Whoa. Um, they had been keeping three empty clams between each party. Um, but they have now changed the loading procedure so that every clam can be used. It's funny that they were leaving three and then they didn't switch to like every other. They right. just like went like full on. Right. Well, I think a lot of it is because of my uh, my Twitter action. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had the hashtag um, use every clam <laughs> uh, in, in circulation. And I think it really, it really made a difference. It sounds like it did. It did. I, I don't see any point to um, skipping clams. Uh, they're... Just because the whole backs of them come up over people's heads, they're right. sort of 
um, protected anyway. And they're, they're a little bit of ways apart from each other. And it's not like the thing is moving fast. It's not like people's spit right. is going to be flying from, right. from screaming on this ride. So, uh, so that's good. Anyway. Uh, moving to Frozen Ever After. That was gone down for a few days for refurbishment, and now we know what that refurbishment was. That's right. They installed plexiglass dividers between each row. That's good. Again, um, making it so that they can um, come a lot closer to filling up these vehicles. Correct. That's great. And that's what it's all about. It's about ride capacity. Well, it is at this point. You know, and safe, safety first, ride yeah. capacity second. Yeah. Well, ride capacity increased while keeping safety in mind. So that's why the plexiglass is um, becoming so commonplace now. Yes. At Hollywood Studios, the Holiday Tower Hotel projection is back up. That's right. It is officially known as the Hollywood Holiday Tower Hotel projection. Um, however, this year's version has been modified, and there is no snope or sound effects. Oh. Boo. So, once again, like the Magic Kingdom, it is a rotation of... Uh, overlays. Overlays. Yeah. Projections. Uh, the first one is the Muppets Gingerbread House. Uh, then they have a Toy Story Hotel, a snowy corner of Arendelle, and a Dickensian visit village inspired by Mickey's Christmas Carol. Okay. I mean, I like to see all these. I want to see them. It's just, it stinks that there's like nothing, you know, happening. Just a little music would be nice. Right. You know, themed music. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, the Christmas music is still why. there. Uh, it's just yeah, but not... it's just whatever's playing in the park. Right. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, not a bummer. Olaf has um, made a surprise return at the Frozen sing-along in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, he's back. It's winter. Yay! Um, so Olaf is back. I guess for some reason they weren't expecting him. <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently he has returned to the festive finale. Well, that's great. Yep. Um, at Animal Kingdom, the projections are on the Tree of Life uh, for the Awakenings. Uh, I guess you'd call it sort of a show, right? It's a projection, yeah. And it is an awakening because they, they the tree move. comes to life. Yeah. Right. right. So uh, this is a, I don't want to say it's a show. There's but music the projection, that goes, the they're projection playing moves. the music with that? It does not, it, well, it says it's set to a holiday themed score, so yeah. it must be. Yeah. Um, but they have the awakening show, which is a projection on the tree of life. And there are two of them this year. Uh, the first one is called The First Snow, which shows animal enjoying animals enjoying the transition between fall and winter. And the second story is Seasons of Light, which depicts animals playing amongst the northern lights. I think I've seen at least one of these. And um, they're cool, but they're not the kind of thing that's going to stop a bunch of people in their tracks. Right. And that's exactly what they don't want. And there is um, plenty of space at Animal Kingdom because the Tree of Life is so large. There's so many places to watch this from. Right. So that helps spread people out. So also in the Animal Kingdom... Um, Pandora has been decorated, uh, the world of, of Avatar. Um, the tree is up uh, outside Animal Kingdom, which it's funny that they actually put their tree near the ticket uh, booth area. Yeah, they always um, have. The uh, Pandora section, so they have an old amp suit that has been decorated with Christmas lights. Um, there are some uh, native uh, ornaments because they don't really celebrate Christmas. Uh, but Pongu Pongu has various ornaments and a menorah because apparently... Uh, the Jewish uh, settlers have made it uh, there. Good. Um, and also, uh, not related to Christmas, but over at the Animal Kingdom, the goat exhibit construction continues. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, 
at some point this is going to open up. Sure it um, is. But some wooden poles have been put up. They have now added a new gate um, and then thicker poles to the much smaller poles, which is making people assume that these thicker poles are actually going to be gate posts. This, these are the most awfully boring stories. Yes. The, yes, the goat are. exhibit updates. Uh, you know what else is sort of a boring story? My marriage. <laughs> no, our marriage is very exciting. <laughs> oh, no, my, I'm sorry, my life? No. Oh, wait. Are, are you are you leaving Animal Kingdom? I was going to, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got uh, actually some additional news. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so in Animal Kingdom, they don't have the holiday cavalcades or processionals. Mm-hmm. They have flotillas because they oh, right. utilize the boats mm-hmm. um so there is a reindeer chip and goofy so goofy has a colorful straw hat while chip and dale have re- added antlier reindeers to their donald's dino bash outfits um there is a daisy duck and scrooge mcduck flotilla and there is a santa claus flotilla where he has uh, pinwheels and a very festive uh boat it's I mean, I kind of like that they're doing this. That whole like canal area, has, there's nothing in it. There's, well, it doesn't get used for anything. Not since it opened. Remember, they used to have the boat ride down there. Did they? I don't even they remember. Um, and that's why now one of the boat landing areas is actually a picture spot. Mm-hmm. And I think Pooh and Tigger yes, are usually yes, there yes. over by that restroom by Flame Tree Barbecue. Yep. Is that all you have for for Animal Kingdom now? Uh, yes. So now we can move to um, the Polynesian where we have another construction update. That's right. The first of the modified cross beams or streamlined cross beams have been installed on the Great Ceremonial House. You I'm know, excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm about as excited about this as I am about the goat exhibit. Oh. <laughs> are you as excited for this as you are for the toll plaza at the Ticket and Transportation Center? Yeah, they all sort of fall at these. Which I don't have an update on. You I, don't. I, I think they might actually have finished it. You know when we go there in December, I will be taking a picture. I'm sure you will. I will you'll, be getting out of my car. You'll be to take stopping a traffic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, moving to Universal Studios uh, over there, the Velasa Coaster has had some full speed testing going on. That is true. It is uh, full speed after dark. Okay. So they are ramping up. So that doesn't have uh, people testing. on it, but they're just cranking through. Um, there's probably some weights, uh, you know, to simulate right, having people right, right. on it. Uh, but this is 4,700 feet of track uh, going up to 155 feet. Oof. So they are testing things, and testing uh, needs to be done. Yes, I'm sure. Uh, so there are two launches. The fastest one reaches 70 miles an hour in 2.4 seconds. Mm. Is there a big drop? Uh, there. Well, it goes up 155 feet. So. Yeah, but just because it goes up high doesn't mean it comes down quickly. I will have to show you the ride-through. Uh, they have a first-person perspective. Because Cheryl to be doesn't like. do the big drop. You no. can bring me up and then slowly bring me down in all sorts of twists and turns and upside downs, but don't just give me a big drop. I can't do that. Gotcha. All right. Um, also at Universal, they have some holiday plans. They do. They've uh, made some changes this year. Normally, they get the balloons from Macy's after the parade, oh, and right. they run a small version of the parade. Right. Well, they are not doing that this year. They're actually going to set up a walkthrough experience. Okay. Um, and it's going to be called the Universal Holiday Experience Experience featuring Macy's Balloons. Um, so you're going to be able to see the balloons from Shrek, Madagascar, Minions, uh, and you're going to be able to take a picture with the balloons as well as uh, Santa Claus will be there. Um, this walkthrough experience is going to start on November 14th and will run through January 3rd. All right. It seems like uh, an interesting thing, you know, to pull people in for the holidays. 
Exactly. Um, you know, they did a really good job with uh, Halloween with the um, haunted houses or what do you call them? The they horror don't them houses? Horror. Yeah, houses of horror, whatever they are. Yes. Anyway, they did a good job with that, um, sort of beefing things up as far as their attendance goes. So um, hopefully for them, these uh, holiday plans will uh, also help. Let's talk about SeaWorld. Um, they have some festivities going on for the holidays as well. They do. They have a new Christmas Carol show as well as celebrations for Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. And they're also bringing ice skating into their Bayside Stadium. Uh, it's a wonderful night, a new story to tell, which will be at the Nautilus Theater. We'll have limited capacity with social distancing. It features more than 30 carol carols with clever surprises and lighthearted laughs. Um, the park will observe Hanukkah from December 10th through 18th with the lighting of a menorah. Now, they said they had special stuff going on for Hanukkah. I thought uh -huh. there would be more. That's it. They're just lighting a menorah. Well, I mean, I don't think Hanukkah is a huge holiday. You know, in the Jewish religion, it's it's not it's not a huge important holiday. It's just you know they sort of beef it up because it's around Christmas time and okay. you know the the kids don't get anything. And then unspecified Kwanzaa festivities will be held from December twenty sixth through January first. No, that's really lame. They can't even specify those, right? Uh, in addition, the park's Sesame Street Land will celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa with uh, holiday songs. And as I mentioned earlier, for the uh, first time ever, uh, visitors will be allowed to ice skate at their rink along the park's central lagoon. Uh, this does include a surcharge, and guests must wear crew-length socks and gloves because it is outdoors. Um, they will have figure skaters uh, assisting uh, people uh, skating, and then they will also have the Rudolph's Move movie experience, which is a 10-minute show performed multiple times daily at the Seaport Theater. Oh, that sounds fun. I mean, how many people in Florida really get the chance to ice skate? Right. Which is probably why they need these um, figure skaters out there to help people. <laughs> right. Uh, they're also going to have a Christmas market with merchandise, entertainment, plus holiday food and drink. Uh, they will have a Christmas celebration tasting and brew sampler lanyard for $35 for a five-punch version and $50 for a 10-punch punch version. Uh, they will have a socially distant interaction with Santa Claus at Wild Arctic. Uh, families will be able to enter one at a time and sit in a sleigh with the big guy seated, seated above and behind them. And there will be a plastic partition between the visitors and Santa. All right. So that's kind of the uh, uh, go-to thing this year for Santa Claus, as it seems like. Uh, and then the uh, Christmas celebrations will run from November 14th through December 31st. Um, everything is included with regular admission except for the skating experiences and food and drink purchases. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. And now you have some um, interesting restaurant news from the Orlando area. That's right. Have you heard of the village at O-Town West, which is just north of Disney World on I-4? Isn't that what they were just building? So that is where a lot of the uh, restaurants that used to be at the Crossroads Shopping Center are, right. are going to go. Right. Um, and there's been a major announcement yes. that the world's largest White Castle oh. is going there. I could um, not be less excited. You said is, I would like this story. Well, I like it. You don't even like White Castle. Uh, I, I Who likes a, a White steamed Castle cheeseburger? cheeseburger? They're gross. Um, that is, this, is, this is the first location in the restaurant's 52-year history. Um, Groundbreaking is scheduled for November 19th, and the restaurant will feature a sleek, modern, industrial-style architectural design and the chain's iconic tower. The building will be 4,500 square feet, 
which will have indoor and outdoor seating, two drive-through lanes, and is expected to uh, create 120 new jobs. I mean, that's good. But this is the first one, what, outside of, like, New York? Uh, There are some outside of New York, but the first one in Florida. Okay. That's all I have. So that's it? Yeah, nothing Nothing, else. No words of wisdom? No. Don't eat it at White Castle. It's yucky. Okay. You've had some bad experiences there. I've only eaten there once, and I didn't like it. Okay. So those are Cheryl's final words on White Castle. (laughs) Uh, Let the White Castle legal team contact her. (laughs) I know, right? And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 